Good morning, and welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show dedicated to the people of our community who produce, preserve, and prepare our regional foods. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. That cute little theme song you just heard was performed and arranged by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She's gotten to be very popular, and she's even sung on the Grand Ole Opry. We're really proud of this young woman, and even more proud to say that she's from Monroe County, Tennessee. In this good morning, we're setting the table with springtime food. A visit with the good people from the Teleco Plains Farmer's Market from Teleco Plains, Tennessee. That market opens April 15th. Also, we get a visit with Mary Constantine, food writer for the Knoxville News Sentinel. She shares with us a recipe for spring onion soup. Thanks so much for tuning in here today. I like your good company. Now let's get started. Here we are. We're talking with a group of really good people down here in Teleco Plains, Tennessee. And they've got a farmer's market. And Heidi, you're the one that started this thing, is that right? Well, I jumped in on it in 2013. Um, Stacy and Kara Warwick were starting a group of three uh, farmer's markets in Monroe County in Sweetwater, Madisonville, and Teleco Plains. And so I raised my hand for the Teleco Plains version and um, it just sort of grew from there. Fortunately, I do kind of the admin marketing and and I'm very grateful that there were actual farmers ready to jump into the game because I was just beginning to do my own, develop my own garden. So that's, mm-hmm. that's where it began. That's the hard part is to find enough vendors that really are going to show up and then the people to buy it. So it's this neat little balance. I'm trying to get everything orchestrated. Well, so tell us, where is this market located? We're in, uh, right on the main street, uh, the Cherahala Skyway, Highway 68 in Teleco Plains. A very beautiful spot between the visitor center and the library. And I'd just like to thank the Hall family, Charles Hall family and their heirs for this, the gift of allowing us to use their land because that's been crucial to our success, our site and just the, the gift of using a beautiful piece for, for the good of the community. What time and what days is the market? 
Currently, we're set up for Wednesdays and Saturdays. Uh, we start at 9 a.m. and go to 1 p.m. or sell out. Some that's happened sometimes, or inclement weather, <laughs> or, or produce availability. But generally, um, April we're going April to October this year. Okay. Depending on the produce, but uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Anytime you see a tent on Wednesday or Saturday set up, just stop by and see what's fresh and available. Sometimes you go to different markets or places with fresh produce, but the produce isn't actually from this area. What kind of market is this? Well, we are trying to um, endorse and create local growth, local farms. And so everyone who uh, is a vendor here has either produced it on their own land or created it at their home in their shop. So it's... It, it just really um, promotes local economy and local food sources, and that's really the spirit of where we started and where we continue. Is it food only, or are there value-added products that you offer, like jams or crafting stuff? Yes, we do. Um, the Santa Berry Farm, he has his honey, but in addition, his wife creates some um, cosmetics and personal toiletries from their bee products from their beeswax and um, then we have crafters and this year we probably uh, a wood crafter has expressed interest and we have different you know artists or, or crafters from their area we are a very talented region that come in and sporadically show with us and then we have the the main backbone which is the produce and the eggs and the honey Mm -hmm. And bakery. And bakery, yes. Don't forget the bakery. Yeah. Oh, we can't forget that bakery. Sarah's, it does fabulous bacon. Our little Scottish maiden or oh. come over to share her talent with us. That's wonderful. Now, we've got uh, one of your producers sitting right here, uh, Janie Doe Walker. And uh, what kind of things do you produce? Uh, mostly fresh vegetables, tomatoes, uh, new potatoes. Uh, Broccoli, just we try to grow a little of everything uh, that way. Uh, when they come there, they'll have a selection. People are uh, they, they like a selection, and as time goes on, they like to have uh, like a, a red tomato one day, maybe some other time a yellow tomato. So we try to have just whatever they're looking for. What all products do you produce over a season? Uh, peaches, uh, nectarines. About everything you can grow, honey, eggs, just uh, just anything we can think to, that they would like to have and we enjoy growing, that's what we grow. Grapes and blueberries. Yeah. Grapes and blueberries. You follow the season, don't you? So Kathy's got a little something to say about that. Well, I, I think that um, local people need to learn more to eat in the, with the seasons, that when, when food is grown and available, it's freshest, it's most nutritious, and so people should eat with the seasons, and sometimes people are not aware if they don't garden, they've gotten away from gardening, they don't realize what is, what is ripe at that time and is most nutritious. So um, we sell what is in season, and, we, and so people learn to eat with the seasons, and it's, it's fun to taste fresh greens, and then you go to fresh cucumbers and, and broccoli, and, and then beans come on, and then it's squash and watermelon, and so it's fun, and blueberries, we hope, and between all of us, we cover just about everything. And, but it comes in through seasons, and some of us are earlier than others, if they have a cold frame or a greenhouse to get things going, so 
But it's an important point to eat what's in season, and I think that's what nature expected. That's what I'll say. Yeah, it's more about. Yeah. There's really intelligence. Plus, they know what's grown here when they eat yeah. with the season. Yeah. Yes, that's a big part of it. Saves a whole lot of gas and trucking. Trucking, <clears throat> yeah. And pesticides. Yeah, and also, what what's that thing? that we all have to deal with when we're grown-ups is delayed gratification. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we have to wait for those watermelons. Right, <laughs> you know. Anticipation. Yeah, and there's real reward in it because who wants to eat a tomato in the middle of January? That's not worth eating. No, and it tastes like cardboard. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Tissue paper. Yeah, yeah it does. If you've just joined us, you're listening to an interview with the people from the Teleco Plains Farmers Market. Their opening date is April 15th. After the short break, we're going to hear more about the farmers themselves and the type of products that they produce. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes in part from Magpie's Bakery in downtown North Knoxville just one block north of Broadway on North Central Street. Magpie's Bakery can accommodate most budgets and styles, from a simple rustic barn dance with pies, cookies, and cupcakes, to a country club affair with a custom creation. They create designs for your special event. Magpie's is your Easter headquarters with honey, lavender, and lemon blueberry cakes and cupcakes, sour cream pecan coffee cakes, coconut cake, carrot cake, blueberry pie, chest pie, banana pudding, Easter sprinkle sugar cookies and pastel thumbprints, and their cream cheese filled Easter egg roll. Details at magpiescakes.com. Magpies Cakes, all butter, all the time. And now let's return to our conversation with the good people from the Teleco Plains Farmer's Market. And Emma and Bruce are sitting here, and you specified that you have some greens. So you've already got greens yes, coming in. Yes, I already have greens coming in, um, but um, we'll have greens, and I've got arugula, some spinach, um, mustard greens, mixed oriental greens. And uh, that's, that's about all i got coming on right now. But. Lots of aloe. Oh, yes, oh. we sell aloe plants, too. He oh, grows good. aloe plants. Oh, yeah, we have plants for sale, too, yeah. that people have grown extra. Good to know. Did you say you got a couple bags today? I couple, got a couple extra bags mm -hmm. in the truck with me, yeah. Well, um, I might make some kilt greens tonight. Okay. Ooh. Wouldn't that be good? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to say, if you want to know if it's locally grown, if it's in a bushel basket, it's probably not, because we've learned that... When we grow our heirloom vegetables, if we pile them up, they're bruised the time we get them to the market. So if, if they're not laid out individually, then you're probably not getting uh, locally grown because they won't ship. Yeah. And uh, I've tried it, we've tried it uh, with tomatoes, peaches, and when you bring them, and when they're at their ripest, you can't pile them up. Not you, in a basket. They've got to be <laughs> separate and laid out or they'll bruise. So yeah. Peaches, yeah. peaches, but the time you get to the market with a peach, if you picked it that morning, it'll be bruised time you get to the market, so you have to put them individually on shredded paper to keep them from bruising. Vegetables that's grown locally, <laughs> the heirloom type, that's really the type you're looking for for flavor, you can't stack them up. 
You cannot. Mm-mm. Not if they're right. Not, no, not at all. No, they'll bruise before you can get there with them. But I just thought I'd throw that in there. Well, <laughs> you know, that's a, a really important point because we're talking about those styrofoam tomatoes in January. They're not the heirlooms. They're the, the ones bred for shelf life and mm-hmm. shipping and not for taste. So you sound like you're growing the ones for taste. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. we, eat, we eat everything we grow. Mm-hmm. We, we can it and put it up and we try to eat it and stay as healthy as we can because uh, we, like uh, Bruce was telling us, uh, a lot of chemicals that's put in your chickens and on your food today mm-hmm. in today's world is uh, taken away from your health. So we try to stay away. And if there's nothing in it, it's been processed somehow, and they put it in. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Do y'all have any meat we people? Have yeah. One, one yeah, we have one that joined us this year. His own beef, grass-fed beef. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's USDA inspected, but it's grass-fed. Yeah. Good deal. Not chemical. And we we have a a new uh, vendor who may be bringing a processed rabbit this year. So oh, that's good. a possibility. Yeah, and that's not for everybody, but. It's nice to have all those selections so you can get the whole dinner table, you know, according to what you, it is you want to eat right there at the market, according to what's in season. Mm-hmm. What is the way that people can connect with you and get a map and figure out how to find this? Well, the um, we have a Facebook page. Uh, it's Facebook Teleco Plains Farmer's Market. And we post every week our uh, offerings. So if you just want to just check Facebook and you can see what the menu is. And uh, we try to keep that updated. And any changes um, that we have uh, will be available the night before. We post that the evening before our market days. And then, um, as I said, we're located uh, just right on the main drag of uh, Teleco Plains, just from the Northern Cities Highway 68, turn uh, left onto the Cherahala, and it's just about a less than a quarter mile on your left. And usually, you'll there's no mistaking. There's lots of blue and white tents, and occasionally a brown one. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it's just kind of a, a fun, almost fair-like atmosphere. And yeah, and there's a lot of flowers and signage, so it's a oh, yeah, welcoming we'll have, site. We'll have our sign right there. Good deal. Okay. Now, is there a fee to be a vendor? Is there a small nominal fee? It, it is small and nominal. Mm-hmm. It's uh, twenty dollars. We just upped it from ten, and we mm-hmm. try to keep it low, especially for like young people who are getting started. They have mm-hmm. no excess funds. I mean, just trying to be a farmer in this uh, modern world is one of the most economic challenging things I could ever imagine. So we we want to keep it accessible to people mm-hmm. who just want to try it out. Little. Um, people, crafters and such, they can yes. almost almost assuredly make it back in one or two markets. So, mm-hmm. And do you take a percentage of sales or is it just a flat fee once a year for them? For we, we just drop that percentage. We go with just a flat fee. Okay. Because we're mm-hmm. gifted the land we, and the city of Teleco does our mowing, which we want to thank them as well. Oh, nice. So we're, we're really, the community has supported us in this so we don't have to we don't have that uh, demand on us to, and then it allows us to really in, invest, reinvest in our own efforts to hopefully bring more produce and 
we're trying to. I'm, I'm in the same camp as Kathy. I, we're doing permaculture on our farm, and I, my goal is just to bring the surplus, which hopefully will be uh, interesting and of high quality, and, mm-hmm. and just be able to give back to the community in the way of fresh food and health. So. I thank you all so much for making time and showing up and talking with us today. Thank you for coming down. We appreciate your time, man. Thank you. It's a pretty good drive, wasn't it? It's a pretty good drive, but it's pretty. <laughs> it's a little vacation to drive down here. I mean. It gets even better the further you go. And if you've just joined us, you've been listening to an interview with the people from the Teleco Plains Farmers Market, located in Teleco Plains, Tennessee. Their opening day is April 15th. More details and links to this and all of my guests always available at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Just look for the link that says listen to the show. And you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table on the radio every Saturday out of Knoxville, Tennessee at WDVX.com or 89.9 FM. The Tennessee Farm Table podcast is available 24-7 at TennesseeFarmTable.com, through iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part by Kenner Tree Care, family owned and operated out of Louisville, Tennessee. Kenner Tree Care is proud to support this type of local community broadcasting. A certified arborist insured for your protection, offering removal of dead or problem trees, tree pruning, storm emergencies, tree care, soil conditioning, and tree and stump removal. Contact Kenner Tree Care by phone at 865-686-8344 or by Facebook. Kenner Tree Care. Tree Care, Nature's Play. It's In the Kitchen with Mary Constantine, food writer for the Knoxville New Sentinel. I am not a fan of mowing the lawn, but I am a fan of the smell of freshly cut grass, especially that aroma of wild onions. It always makes my mouth water for the arrival of spring onions. One of the ways I enjoy serving the very first few harvests of spring onions is with a simple saute. I slice them lengthwise, then saute in peanut oil with a sprinkle of grated ginger, garlic, and red pepper. A handful of shiitake mushrooms and a dash of soy sauce never hurts. And because the weather is still touch and go during that time, I like to add them to some of my favorite soups. 
because you never know. One day it's a salad day, the next day it's chili, and you need a good savory soup. This spring onion soup is an example. To prepare it, you need to put two tablespoons of olive oil into a pot and add two cloves of chopped garlic. Heat the garlic until you can smell it, just about 10 seconds. Add four and a half cups of chopped spring onions, both white and green parts, and let them simmer on low for about four to five minutes. Chop up a large potato into small pieces and add to the pot, followed by three cups of water, or you can use vegetable stock or chicken broth. Cover the pot and let it simmer until the potatoes are cooked through. Then you remove the pot from the heat and let the soup cool. Then you need to blend the soup until it's smooth. I use an immersion blender. If you use a tabletop blender, you need to make sure and blend it in batches because the heat will make it kind of explode. <laughs> the potatoes help to thicken the soup. Add a teaspoon of soy sauce to the soup, or more if you prefer, and about a fourth of a teaspoon of dried oregano. Bring the soup back to temperature and serve with your bread of choice. This makes just a little bit over three cups of soup, but you can double the recipe if you want. Aren't we glad spring is here? This is Mary Constantine with the Tennessee Farm Table. Thank you so much for your great company here today on the Tennessee Farm Table. Hope you can join us again right back here next Saturday at 9 a.m. on the radio dial at WDVX.com out in Knoxville or anytime on our podcast, TennesseeFarmTable.com. Our theme song was written by myself and sung, arranged, and performed by Emmy Sunshine of East Tennessee. More information about Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. That is spelled T-H-E-E-M-I Sunshine.com. We hope you'll reach out and connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and also our podcast on TennesseeFarmTable.com. And please tell your friends about us. We want to say thank you to WDVX Radio out of Knoxville, Tennessee. They are a true community-supported radio station that does not receive funding from universities or government agencies. The community and businesses support WDVX. Through an agreement with WDVX, they are our media partner, and the Tennessee Farm Table Show is broadcast on that station every Saturday at 9 a.m. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.